Hey, my name is Alex, and you're listening to Lunchbox Radio. But um, thank you to everybody who listened to uh, a unintentional doubleheader in the Batman Ninja episode and the CG anime like generalized Sunday edition thing that I just did. I <laughs> I had more fun watching Batman Ninja than like. That movie is probably worse because that movie is bananas. But I, it, it kind of like, through a hop, skip, and a jump, got me to like, yeah, but what about, what about the CG animes, huh? They don't usually go well. So I, I that's where that Sunday edition kind of grew out of, and I spent a lot of time thinking about like all the CG, CG shows and all the ones that did it well and all the ones that didn't do it well and that's where you come up with the list in the description of that episode from. That said, today we're going to be talking about we're going to be talking about the other side of the coin so to speak and what I mean by that is we're going to be talking about um an isekai anime. I I, but not not the like titular isekai anime, which is Sword Art Online, which lots of people would consider to be like Sword Art Online is where the isekai thing like not necessarily started but exploded, and um that anime and th- this show this show is kind of the world of qualities answer to Sword on Sword on Online. And some people hearing this are probably like, oh, I know what he's talking about. But for the rest of you, I'm talking about Log Horizon. So one, two, compromise The noise comes when you're ready 
Now, for people who have been watching anime for a while, or even people who haven't been watching anime for that long, you're f- you're probably familiar with the like trapped in the MMO variant of isekai anime, which is that you get teleported into an MMO into a massively multiplayer online game world, and a thing that has happened with, and I've talked about um, a show like this before in um, Rising of a Shield Hero, a thing that has happened to isekai anime on as a whole is that they've taken those, like, MMO frameworks and used them as, like, rappers for their isekai show. And that, that tends to turn into, like, this, this isn't a video game, but it functions like a video game. And probably the best one to, like, make a clear distinction of, distinction of this is not a video game is, um, is actually S.H.I.E.L.D. Hero because they have, they have <laughs> the main characters that show dealing with all, with the other four Cardinal Heroes, like, fuck-ups. Because they, the other four, the other three characters, the other three, like, badass heroes in that show, and spoiler alerts for this, I guess, um, are, treat it very much like it's a video game, and they don't, they just ignore all the, like, real world ramifications, because they don't know, they don't know that they even happen. So, like, there was a character who killed a dragon in that show, and left the carcass to rot. And it, like, poisons the entire surrounding area. And when, like, he's approached, when, like, the main character of... When Naofumi, the main character of S.H.I.E.L.D. here, approaches him and, like, look, this is what happened, dude. He's like, oh, fuck, I had no idea. This is just a game world. At least that's what I thought. And Naofumi's like, no, it's not. Fuck you. And... The smart moments in Shield Hero are probably more similar to Log Horizon than they are to um, Sword Art Online. And if you ever if you've watched Sword Art Online, it left you disappointed because it didn't it didn't fill its idea space. Is what I'm going to use as a saying. What I mean by that is it didn't explore all the concepts completely. And it didn't... It didn't... It, Sword Online tends to start to go through the motion of exploring the, like, depths of what's happening in, the, in their world. And then it just kind of, like... As soon as it gets there, it, it like, the story climax happens and it's gone. And this is true for all of the seasons and the Alicization movie, and the current season, I'm sure. Because it... At least when Sword Art Online started, it was interested in a power fantasy, but because it's existed for so long, it's adapted and changed to the point where, I'm, from what I understand, Kirito is now just, like, sitting on the sidelines and watching Klein kick people's ass, which I kind of like, honestly. I'm not going to go watch it because I don't hate myself, but I kind of like the concept of that happening and being a thing in that show specifically. Whereas Log Horizon is... It's interested in creating a mechanical puzzle and putting those... and putting its cast in the middle of it. And it's also interested in this... It's interested in the community in the community aspect of I think this is uh, that this is a valuable portrayal for right now in the, in the time of pan, in the in the time of lockdowns and pandemic and log horizon is interested in the community aspect of what it's doing as a show and as a and as a story because it is not it has its power fantasy moments and it has its power fantasy moments pretty hard loaded up front but it 
it wraps them in such a like thick layer of mechanical of mechanical understanding of the game that they're in and of like a general understanding of not the way that abilities are used perfectly but the way that abilities could be used by extremely skilled players of a game and that's really important because to the, the moment that is often pointed to in Sword Online very early on where the where all these other characters are trying to basically kill Kirito but every time they cut him it does less damage than his like healing ability recovered in an instant so it, it looks so they like zoom in on the health bar and while it looks like his health isn't going down it's just like stuttering right at like the one mark because he's healing faster than he's getting hit and that but the thing is they don't do anything with that it's a gag it's a it is the show's attempt like one of the show's first attempts at like solidifying the power fantasy at making the power fantasy a thing that is um for lack of a better word that a, 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 a primary conceit of the show is that Kirito will never will never die because he can't because mechanically and he ha they use the mechanics to create plot armor instead of using the mechanics to create interest to create the possibility of interesting gameplay when Alfheim or online or Sword on online or Gun Gale online were still games and that's that's something that like trapped in an MMO shows tend to forget about when they are when they are when they're in the thick of it because they don't they're so focused on the like terrifying reality of what it could mean to die in a video game and that makes you die in real life that they they keep themselves from imagining what if you died in a video game and you didn't die in real life what if you were trapped in this video game eternally and you couldn't die but there was something else happening to you and that's where Log Horizon creates this, like, creeping dread in its show. Because it... The, mechanic, the mechanics of this game world combined with the renewed mechanics of them all being trapped in it and what that mechanically means create... They make those things intersect, create plot points. Um, this is less true in the second season, but it's certainly true in the first season. I, the mechanics of the, the mechanics of the game world for um, Log Horizon basically mean that if you if you die in the Log Horizon world you get reincarnated at the temple, which is the normal state of play for Log Horizon. But what that mean, but what actually happened to you, and you find it out through um, through a character named um, I forget his name, but through a side character at that you're losing more and more memories of your previous, of your life as a human. And it starts out small at first, names of acquaintances and co-workers, but then it like grows and grows until you're forgetting like your sister's name, your mother's face, your father's name. And like, 
what seemed to be the inclination there is that you are, every time you die, it's like, whatever part of your being is human is just a little rewritten automatically to be a, a part of the game world. Another really interesting part of Log Horizon is in its main character, Shiro, you have a completely different kind of power fantasy. You have someone who is not the, like, powerful, badass, you know, alpha nerd who's the best at video games and rocks and rolls and gets all the chicks and, like, blah de blah 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 You instead have somebody who's analytical, somebody who is interested in figuring out this puzzle so he can get everyone out. The thing about the thing about um, Sora Online is that they removed the idea of figuring out the puzzle of how the fuck they got there really quickly and that means that they give all of the characters an excuse to just be dumb dumb meatheads so to speak. Because they say, if you reach the hundredth, if somebody reaches the hundredth floor, the game ends and we all get out. But, the, but then you as the audience member also know in that show that they are trapped in there by like an evil mad scientist who is like holding their brains hostage, basically. And in Log Horizon, you see... You see none of the real world. You, you you hear about characters' lives in the real world, but you don't you don't see you they in the same way that in the in dot hat and in the same way that dot hack liminality has no interest in really showing you the game world in the world in that show because that's not what that show's about. It's about a different thing. Uh, Log Horizon goes the other direction. It doesn't have, it doesn't need to be supported by the like real world chunks that now um, Sword Art Online very much has in it. There are whole sections of Sword Online that are take place in the real world with like Kirito and Asuna going on dates or Asuna being a bad bitch or whatever. <laughs> and that's because they want to attach you to those characters. They want to attach you primarily to the relationship of like Kirito and his harem. But Log Horizon creates such a unique, not a, not necessarily unique, but such an interesting and off-putting puzzle out of itself, out of, out of its premise, that it, it makes you want to stay in there and see what the hell is going to happen next. The, and Shiro becomes an active participant in not just figuring it out and solving it, but like seeing what he can do inside of this weird new existence that they all sit in. And between him and all of the um, supporting characters, they start to find out really odd things. Like, they start to find out that, like, the NPCs have been given this, like, who would normally just go on, like, a month-long cycle, so, like, they'd get on the first, this this event would happen, and then, like, you'd go and clear that event, it, would re it wouldn't reset until the end of the month, and then it would all cycle around again. But now the NPCs are just go... Like, the NPC characters... It's like they sprung... It's like, from that point on, they just started existing, like... The, the princess character in the in the show, I forget her name, um, but she's a side character. Um, I got the list of characters here. But the 
she at first existed just as an NPC that wasn't really interactable beyond like seeing her and getting a quest or two from her but like it, you come to understand that she's like that personality had just been solidified and now it's extended as if she was a real person and that's true of all the other NPCs and they find out that no one's been doing these quests because they're all stuck there in like real time and they're like uh, it, it's a combination between we all thought that somebody else did it already and we all thought that now it's not a that it's not a video game, it's real life, that would sort itself out and we didn't need to participate. We're just, we're just here now, just like everybody else. But when they find out the, like, mechanical video game thing still happens, everybody is collectively like, oh shit, we need to go do this. But it's more than we need to go do this just because we need to go be good people. They want to build relationships with the NPCs. And at the same time you're following, as you're following Shiro and his party, you're following this young player character and her, like, group of party members through this same quest. And there's little hints dropped here and there, but there's a side character who's actually a, what they call, um... Well, I think it's, like, Person of the Land. Like, People of the Land, I think, is what they're referred to, the NPCs are. But he's basically, he's revealed to be an NPC. And he wants to be an adventurer, which is what they call the player character in this, in this show. And Shiro, like, hangs out with this sketchy fucking mage dude... And figures out that there's a way he can, through the magic, like, system of the world, do what's called world magic and convert this NPC character into basically a real human without, like, a real-life body. Because you're led to believe that nobody here has a real-life body. Like, they were fully transported into digital. And he basically says, like, now that this has happened, to, like, solidify it, what you have to do is you have to die. Because the people of the land in this show, when they die, they die. They're gone. But the adventurers are considered, like, holy because they reincarnate, because they respawn at the, at the um, temple every time. So... He does this, and it's almost like there's a slight change in the world, and the, like, sketchy maze guy's like, T you did this now, whatever happened to the result, like, you need to know that you did that. <laughs> and it, this maze seems to be looking for Shiro to do something, ultimately, and that comes up in the second season. But he, this, sort of Online, like I said before, doesn't do a good job of exploring its idea space. It presents these ideas and then just is wholly uninterested in them. Log Horizon presents the ideas and then it, like, looks at them from every angle and, like, pokes at them and it, and sometimes... Push, puts them aside for a moment, but then comes back to them. Because, I, by not showing the real world in this scenario, it, it creates this focus on this puzzle box that can't exist in a thing like Sword Art Online, or even a thing like Shield Hero. Shield Hero is a, like, it's a isekai anime in the truest sense of the word and that they are teleported there and that at some point they're supposedly be teleported back but Log Horizon said, is essentially saying 
you were digitized through your USB cord. No one knows how you're going, but nobody knows how. It's saying if there is a malicious presence here, the viewer doesn't even know what it is. If, if, if someone did this to these millions of people, the, the viewer doesn't know. And the, and the characters don't know. So what it ends up functionally, be, functionally being is this, I keep saying puzzle box because it's the right word that they have to figure their way out of. And it's so much more engaging than just raw power fantasy bullshit that's offered by something like Sword Art Online. And what... And the reason why I keep comparing it to Sword Art Online is not because I want to shit on Sword Art Online. Although that is... That is a fun bonus. I will stand here and tell you it is a fun bonus. But... It's because... Log Horizon is... It so feels like the the answer to sort on online's like like look look at what sort online is doing and then look at what log horizon is doing and on every level log horizon is just a more competent show it log horizon does not have an interest in the kind of like sexualization of in the kind of like sexualization of rape and like glorification of rape and that um Sora Line does which the creative Sora Line has like a promise and has like sworn up and down that he will be better about but like Alicization starts with that shit in a way that you're like ooh dude Mm-mm. no no um, but it doesn't have, it allows its characters to be wholly intelligent in a way that they're, it feels like they're being truly intelligent and not like they're being intelligent to spite the viewer. It, 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 it doesn't have interest in like the happy-go-lucky nerd marriage bullshit that Sword Art Online does. The main character, Shiro, j- straight up, j- like, he had three friends that he hangs out with. Everybody else is, like, the whole cast of characters in Log Horizon are all these, like, side characters that he eventually, like, you know, forms partnerships with, you know, makes his own guild, all this other little stuff. But there's like three main characters. There's three main characters to to his like party, so to speak, and that's um, Nasogu, Nayanta, and um, and Akatsuki, and the, the only one who's like head over heels for Shiro is Akatsuki, and it's. The way you can cast, the, the way you can frame something where it's understood that it's not a, that like even the character doesn't understand the feelings quite, and it takes on a different, it takes on a different framing than like the Asana Kirito relationship dynamic or the Asana. The Kirito harem dynamic. It takes on the framing of like Akasuki sees Shiro in the show as like her samurai, as like her like equivalent of like the lord that she served as a ninja. And that may have started as a joke when they were playing this game. But now that it's real, it feels real to her. And uh, she doesn't, like, always know how to place those feelings correctly. 
I, it, it, it feels, it feels a lot less, it feels a lot less serious and like, you're gonna see these characters fuck, than Sora Online did. Because the thing about Sora Online is, and this is, this is eerily similar to something I noticed in One Piece, at like, the, if you watch One Piece pre-time skip, one Piece is kind of diligently avoiding a lot of the, like, creepy, chauvinistic, male gazy stuff that, it ha that happens in popular media. And part of that is because the pre-time skip stuff is older, it's from when One Piece first started, and it was less, it was less of an established brand. It was still an established brand, believe me, but it was less of one. And then by the time you get to the One Piece time skip, you get to whole screens of just Nami's tits. Of just like, what if we focused on Robin's ass for just a couple seconds? And it, it, it makes it feel like a different show because the show like has inserted this male gaze that you're just like, ugh. Uh, and the, the the male gaze definitely exists in um what's it called in sort of online and the male gaze exists it's like a thing that they are forcing the viewer to experience in sort of online it does not feel like it is even the character gaze. It feels like it is the director of the show deciding, you will stare Asuna for na right now, or you will do this, or you will do that. And you don't really have control of it. That's the way that it feels in the, like, in the first post-time skip, I forget the number of the episode, episode of One Piece. But, and kind of every subsequent episode, too, like, there's only more horniness in that show going forward. But the... That gaze is not present in Log Horizon. And the, like... I'm not, I'm not saying that the show is not capable of it, but what I'm saying is that the show is so uninterested in doing things in a, like, traditional shonen way, that it wants to do the... that it ends up not using the same formulaic building blocks to get to what might be a similar, like, point. And... It, I like shows that treat viewers like they have some brain cells in their head, I like shows that, like, so, so the, the bad mystery anime, like Mystery of the Week, um, Sherlock Holmes-style anime from a bunch of years back called Gothic. I think it's actually called Gothic. And it is this show about this young Japanese girl who dresses entirely in, like, goth, goth Lolita clothing. The whole thing is dripping in goth Lolita, like, feeling, like, feeling stuff. It's, it's a great demonstration of what that looks like at its peak, actually. But it, its core flaw is that the mysteries never add up entirely. Like, there's, it, there's no, it, there's no, it, they get to Z, but there's no... The, the rest of the alphabet is not before it. And you can't... And there's nothing to... And when the main character, I forget her name, in that show, takes you through it, you don't see the connective tissue. In the, like, mysteries of the world of Log Horizon, you see the connective tissue. When there's a character who died to the... To the the side character who dies a lot, who ultimately, like, forgets his, starts forgetting his family members, you see what's happening to him. And you see him, like, kind of lean into it at a point. And you, 
you see what could potentially happen to a less sure of themselves character and that makes you wonder when they turn that one character from a person of the land into a adventurer what did that mean for him when he di when he dies and is reincarnated what happens that, like what's the secondary side effect there if there is any and the Log Horizon knows that you're asking these questions, and it's interested in taking in, like taking you by the hand and bringing you along the path and finding the answers. Where a show like, but what it's also not interested in doing is something that um, Shield Hill Shield Hero is guilty of, and that it's not interested in treating its characters like shit. If that makes any sense, the, the one of the, and I talked about this in my review of Shield Hero, the kind of like core enjoyment of Shield Hero, if I had to say there was one, is that that show spends a period of time, spends like the first two or three episodes treating Naofumi like a garbage human, like falsely accusing him of rape and like basically fucking him over for no reason and it it creates this this condition where you understand why he's a massive asshole to just about everybody in this show because he he like showed up got accused of rape and almost put to death and it it that but that also creates this like you know that creates this power fantasy that is not it's not great there are there's a like he raises this girl to love him, basically. Not intentionally, but he raises him. He, like, grooms um, the squirrel girl. I forget her name. Like, there's a very grooming feeling to that. There's, like, an acceptance of slavery situation that's happening there that's really gross. And and also, in the, in the female character of that show, there's still absolutely the male gaze happening in Shield Hero. Just, like, 500%. When, um, oh, I forget her name, the, the, uh, raccoon girl, when she goes and, she goes and gets her slave crest put back on her, they just straight up, they, like, oh, like, what if we pointed the camera down her tits? And it's just, like, that... That feels gross. It feels disgusting. And they just kind of move on from it. And they kind of deal with it. They kind of try and lampshade it, but it doesn't work well. I, Log Horizon, one of my favorite things about Log Horizon is that it doesn't give you any of that stuff. It just... It, like I said before, it's so interested in telling this weird puzzle box mystery story that it just doesn't want, it doesn't have the desire to do most of the, like, hideous power fantasy, male gazy, male fantasy garbage. It, it had, is a good way to put it. It has full confidence that you could go watch something with tits in it if you wanted. So it's not gonna be it's not gonna be that for you. It's not gonna do that. And where and where it lacks those things and and in the rare moments when it has like the side character um Henrietta who is like obsessed with like cute little girls 
just absolutely just uh, like at some point abducting Akatsuki and like putting her in dresses and shit, which to be clear, Akatsuki hates. It 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 feels like you are seeing a office lady who has a hobby that no one knows about. And now she just like act like acting it out in in, in public and left like a like anime trope thing because it is so specified even if it is an anime trope. And the like characters who do deeply care for Shiro it feels like a more adult relationship. It feel if it feels like the Shiro's relationships with characters feel like they were written by adults, about adults, with some real understanding of, like, there's a space between, for men and women, there's a space between meeting each other the first time and fucking. And, like, it's fine if people exist in that space. And it's also, it's also the case that sometimes one side recognizes it and the other side doesn't in that, like, feelings are complicated. And... Long Horizon does a great job of taking the reality of life and inserting it into a video game. Where lots of isekai anime, they... Once they are done with the real, once they they think like, oh, we're done with reality. We can just like do whatever we want now. Log Horizon is like, hey, we. This is this is an odd. This, this is weird, right? Like this should be weird. This should like there should be. Every single person in this world should be figuring out how the fuck to leave. In a real way, not in a, well, if we get to the 100th floor of this dungeon, it should be fine, right? And, and also, there, there would not be a moment when the evil guy is here now. Because there may not be an evil guy. Programmers must have been trying something dangerous and fucked up hard. That's a, the, the truth about when technology hurts people, and this is true of, like, if we all got isekai'd into, like, Overwatch tomorrow, or, or even true of when a vape explodes in somebody's face, it, it's not, there's no, there's, it's very rare that there's malicious m intent behind the results of technology causing human pain or suffering. The reality is, is that people don't is that people who build the things we use do not entirely understand the durability the necessary durability or restraints that need to be put on those things in order to not make them dangerous. That's true of, you know, dangerous third party vape tools vape rigs, um, that's true of, you know, social networks, video games. I, one, and I'm not saying that there needs to be a super overcorrection there, there, because if you, if you own a Nintendo Switch and you play video games online, you know how difficult it is to, like, talk to other people online unless the game builds it in for you on Nintendo Switch. And that's because Nintendo Switch has learned the lesson at learned the lesson too well of yo, people call people the N-word on, on on chat all the time. Yes, that's true, but it's not a reason to not allow for voice chat. But that's probably a little bit more responsible than, say, the way Facebook had built itself out to be just a nightmare thing. 
And what Log Horizon gets is actually a core... The, the thing that Log Horizon understands when it starts its story is actually a core principle of the real world in that it's not always malicious intent that creates like an isekai game scenario. It could just be designer error. It could just be manufacturer error. And that and if you look at um the best if you look at dot not the best necessarily, but if you look at dot hack liminality, which I believe I've talked about before in the feed um, in what, and you can find that using whatever you're listening to me right now. Dot hack liminality states up front that while no, like, like, there's not necessarily anybody malicious there, something bad is happening as a result of that game, and the powers that be are uninterested in dealing with it. They are uninterested in dealing with it, and that's how you get the um, the main character of that show is like a middle-aged Japanese former disgraced Japanese businessman, <laughs> and he's great. But I, if you if you if you really like an isekai anime, and you haven't seen um, Law Horizon. Definitely go check it out. It's got a new season coming out at some point, fairly, fairly soon, from what I understand. But if you have, you know, I hope you enjoyed this. Um, on that note, my name has been Alex. You've been listening to Lunchbox Radio. If you like what you've heard, you can subscribe to the podcast and whatever you're using to listen to me right now. Um, rate the podcast five stars. That really helps. And I will. Talk to you on Sunday. Okay.